Uh, so I'm gonna go run my main ram 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 Let's take that and put that in the opening now. Um, <laughs> it's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Hey folks, welcome to episode 142 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Adam is here with us. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much for asking. Oh, of course. And then we also have uh, a, another special guest star here. Uh, I'm, what's what, what shall we name our, our cricket friend? What, is, you got something in... Something in mind, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe Jiminy Lickett. Jiminy Lickett, I like it. I mean, maybe I don't. I don't know. He could be a creep. But with a name like Jiminy Lickett, know. you know they're probably fun at a party. So I thanks for joining so. us there, Jiminy. Jiminy will lick <laughs> anything. You just gotta gotta offer him the right right amount of money <laughs> for a whole. Fi- Why am I now just seeing rickety cricket and? Uh, it's just the right the right number of beers yeah, will probably know, be enough to get him. They're, they're just they're interchangeable, I, I would assume. Probably. And uh, probably. also got to call out it's 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 scalding hot in your area. In my area, you can probably hear rain on my side. So apologies if it comes through on the audio. Oh, what I wish you were tossing some of that rain over here. Although it'd probably just make it oh, man. just just disgusting. So never mind. Keep your rain. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I was shocked. I knew the rain was coming, and I thought it was going to be one of those warm, hot. Humid days, oh, rain, yeah. but at least it was in the smooth seventies. So it was okay. Too All right, bad. there you go. There you go. Uh, well, I know uh, now, uh, this last week, this last uh, Labor Day weekend, my wife and I tried to oh, beat boy. the heat with a couple of flicks and went back to the Topanga Dine-In. Had another pleasant experience there. Still, still digging this place. They're building up a little more around it. I'm, I'm thinking this is our go-to theater from now on. Uh, that's oh, two in a row. So, a new, hey. it's it's our new home. Hey, AMC welcomes you. Oh, too bad you didn't go on Saturday, man. It was National Cinema Day. Three dollar tickets every cinema, almost. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I did miss hey, that. Shit happens. Hey, I did. Movies too. I didn't see anything. Yeah. At the you movie. hear? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get him to. Do his that you hear they're getting more uh, Nicole Kidman fucking thing at the Nicole beginning Kidman action yeah just like yeah, cut her out just her a new one don't, welcome back don't you just love the feeling of sitting here <laughs> at least you're back most are hurting for maybe an hour or so and then you got to shift around but 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 it's good you're here we're we're glad you're eating your fifteen dollar soda and your twenty seven dollar beer. Lynn, people don't eat soda and beer. I mix them together. It's the only way. What do you mix them with? Family. Okay. I don't know what that means, but all right, Vin. Whatever you want it to mean. Well, I mean, we got Natalie Natalie Portman. Uh, We got got Nicole Kidman coming in. We we got a lot of people (laughs) we're testing out here, man. Thanks for coming to the interview. The the audition, you you nailed it. You know what choice you have to make. It's obvious. Yeah. And I go with you. You're talking about eating $15 sodas and beer and I don't know, Ben. 
biodegradable cups. No, I, I don't think we have those. Here. That's how you eat the so. I'm telling you, this is what you do. Man, nobody's going to eat their cups, all right? That's gross. I'm telling you, there's nothing going to the landfill if everybody's got to eat a cup. No more sticky floors. Can't argue with that, Vin. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Thank you very much. I'll show myself out. Please, please do. Wow. Well, I wonder what Christopher okay. Walken would be like coming in. Oh, my like God. Oh, huh? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> we'll have to see if he's available today. Uh, I don't know. He's a busy. He's probably recording an episode of uh, he, Walking in the Park. I bet he is. Uh, now that it's finally cooled, cooled off enough this evening, uh, he might finally be out there. I wouldn't know. Is this any kind of a New York guy, anyways? So I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Neck of the woods. I mean, he's always popping up in in, in your in your house, apparently. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't question the man. Right, he he enough. walks where fair he enough. pleases. Hey, I don't blame him. At that point, his age, his st- uh, stagger. Why not? Let him do what he needs to do. But Dennis, <laughs> you know, you know what I think we need to do. We need to do a little thing called. Whip it out. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds that sounds wrong, Dennis. Jamming. Whip it out. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not jamming no poles here, Dennis. Thanks, All right, God. so uh Last episode, I reviewed a movie that you're reviewing tonight called Bullet Train. And uh, I wanted to know who the Toasties, who the Toasties, what the Toasties' favorite fucking Brad Pitt movie was out of Seven, Fight Club, Ocean's Eleven, and Inglorious Bastards. Hmm. Fun choice. Interesting results here. Yeah, damn. Okay. What's your What's your favorite out of those? In I think it had to go. I'd go with the Bastards. Personally. Okay, okay. I think I might still have to say you? Fight Club. Okay, I get that. Can't shake that up. Like uh... Watch Fight Club. Yeah, you know, it's one of those. It, it, you got to watch it every once in a while again, like every couple of years or so. I feel like kind of refresh yeah. that uh, experience. It never, it doesn't get old to me, at least. That's good. So, all right, here, Dennis, we had a 13 13 tie here for seven and Inglorious Bastards. Nice. All right, all right. And then, uh, then we got a 38-38 tie with Fight Club and Oceans. Shit. So, uh, you, you were in there. Really? Yeah. Oceans? I, I mean, okay. It's still, it's not a bad, yeah. it's not bad. I'm not, don't get me wrong, but I just yeah. kind of surprised. People, I thought that would have been one of the other. Huh. Alrighty. I, I did too. Yeah. Okay, Toasties. Yeah. You surprise me every week. <laughs> uh, all right. And now we're in into the uh, month of September. And boy, oh boy, Dennis. I'm looking at the IMDb calendars of movies being released, and there's not a lot, not a lot uh, of big things coming out. But I want to know out of these following four films, what the Toasties were most excited to see out of uh, the um, Billy Eichner uh, movie Bros, the uh, new Kevin Smith Clerks 3, the uh, horror movie Smile, and uh, this kind of mysterious movie Barbarian. I don't know if you if you oh, really yeah. heard or seen any of these things. A little bit. I saw a little teaser for Barbarian, and I saw the theatrical trailer for Smile, and 
Mm. What? Uh, shit, I'm now. Oh, in Clerks, Clerks Three, I'm I'm very much intrigued by. I I did see the poster for Bros, but I'm not. I was not familiar with that one or the story of that one off the top of my head. But this um, uh, is it, this it, this is uh, gonna be. Uh, uh, the first, uh, they, they're, they're selling it as the first big studio um, homosexual uh, rom-coms, which is kind of cool. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's shit. done by uh, the Judd Apatow producing it, I think. Uh, Nick Stoller directing it. Okay. I don't know why I'm going into promoting this movie now, but it looks <laughs> alright. It looks good. I like I like Billy Eichner. I feel like it's going to be oh, a little too. more grounded Ooh, Billy Eichner. It's fucking hilarious. Movie. Yeah, like I, I like... Oh, I fantastic. Oh God, yeah! No, the guy's incredible talent. I uh, I definitely mm-hmm. check out a movie he's he was starring in. Um, well, I gotta say, uh, the trailer and for, wrote and wrote. Oh well, shit! All oh, then, hell yeah, absolutely. You check it out. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that trailer for Smile caught my eye. That's for sure. I liked. It's I I miss this kind of horror movie in the theater experience. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that it will be. Uh, kind of just gave me a little See, bit of I vibes of seeing like it. So. I haven't seen the trailer, but I did in front of a movie a couple of months back. There was like a random clip of it and like Weird. no explanation okay. or anything. Just like a 30, 40 second clip. Huh. And it just said smile. I'm like, ah, oh, you hooked me. All right. I got the vibes that you were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, well, yeah, no, that's I mean, that's pretty much it. Like this, those are the two. Yeah. I think it's it's basically clerks and uh, smile that have the focus of my attention. All right. OK, so uh, 13 percent goes to Barbarian. I don't okay. know much about it, but I am looking forward to it. Yeah, right that little bit. Um, I was confused at what I was seeing, but I was intrigued. So I'm like, okay, right? Let's see what. I that... feel like they're purposely Keeping trying it. to sway people away from knowing what they're walking into. Right? Interesting, old school promotion way. It can backfire. Uh, it for... very much can, but yeah. at that point, they're to get your money. But like you said, maybe they don't have your money because they don't want to see it because they don't know what the fuck it is. Exactly. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. So 19%? 19% for Clerks 3. Uh, oh. For, for Clerks oh, okay. 3. Barbarian was 13. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a weird one because uh, he just started uh, yesterday. He, he's doing like a four-walling it. He's just promoting oh. it on the road himself. Yep. And then it has a one-week Fathom Events thing going on. So it's, uh, and we'll see. It's, you know, I guess um, I shouldn't be surprised because like you said, it is kind of, it's it's always been a niche film and a niche audience. But yeah. uh, it's the fact that it's not the, four, the bottom, I I'm impressed. Like, That's true. Shouldn't yeah. be. <laughs> um, our 25% for uh, bros and uh, okay. 44. Looking forward to that horror smile. Hey man, that was, that was attention grabbing. That's quite the grin. I want to see, I want to see uh, how this thing did, plays out. As you're saying that quite the grin, like the emoji that comes up when you put smile movie in, it's like oh. a smile emoji, but it's like a super elongated grin. Isn't yeah. It? Creepy. Imagine that casting process, yeah. all the other people who have to be like the smilers throughout Ooh. the movie. Like, you have to have a, oh, a big man. mouth. Like, you know, they just casted all these people who just <laughs> show a lot of teeth when they smile. And that, that had yeah. to be a funny audition. A smile as big and horrifying as you can. Uh, I've been waiting my whole life for this one. I got it. Yeah, right? Exactly. Oh, like, everyone I've ever met has always told me I look like a creep. Now I finally get to cash it in. And from what I've seen in the the 40-second clip, I don't know anybody who's in the movie. So I I feel like that helps. Yeah, I I like those two. You know, it's like you either you're not drawing too much focus and attention away or you didn't spend all of your money 
on this A-list talent, so now you can actually like play around mm-hmm. with what's going on in the movie. Hell yeah. All right, man. I think and we then got... we're coming back to Bullet Train here, Dennis. Oh. One more here. Another, another right, round so in the chamber. As you've seen, huge cast, a lot of cameos. I wanted to know, out of the following four actors in this film, who do the Toasties think is the uh, the biggest celebrity out of Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds, and Channon Tatum? Uh, the big... Oh, shit. That's kind of... The biggest celebrity. He picked really good ones. I think Brad Pitt's probably, like, the most internationally known. And then right now, Ryan Reynolds might be probably starting to float up there. But otherwise, I think I would say Sandra Bullock. Fair enough, fair enough. Sorry, Chan Man. You're not far off in these, Dennis. Okay. Zero percent for the Chan Man. Oh! You're not far off. Yeah. Oh, man. His character I liked in this. That was funny. I was waiting uh, to find out he was playing himself, to be honest. I was just like... Right? That, that would have been Tatum. perfect. Yeah, like, that would have been so great. <laughs> um, 10% for Ryan Reynolds. Well, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, this is fair. Okay. This is a good spread. I like yeah. that. Come on. I did surprising 16% for Sandy Bullock. Hey. 74 for Mr. Brad Pitts. That doesn't surprise me at all that he had such a big chunk because it's Not like everyone knows who Brad Pitt is. You don't even have to have watched yeah. a movie in the last six months and a person like, oh yeah, I could pick Brad Pitt out of a lineup. He looks like a homeless man easily, now. Easily, easily. Uh, yeah, no, it's always, he's, he's, he's an American classic, you know? <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be that true. way. Sandy Bullock, right there though. She's like, I mean, her career right. has never really hit the brakes no like she's once she's got going that this is she's had stuff all the time i mean i think there's some years lighter than others but the ladies had even even if like they're not big movies she's still giving it her all and selling yeah yeah yeah. killing it have to agree nice well awesome i like i liked that last one that's a good (laughs) and a good spread of choices there too that's a sell that's a thinker and i have other things but it's like yeah fuck it we got a big stack of toast here, dude. I'm excited to tear into that. We got we get a lot too much, I, I might say. Too much. But, uh, hey, that's what the toasties get. It's what you're they, here uh, for. We take we take two weeks. They get what we give them. I guess is what I'm giving. I hope you're that here for the movies, guys. I really I really hope you like movies by this point. Yeah, if not, I don't understand what they're What's doing. What's your here, what you're but, doing uh, here? This is know. not a food blog. This is not a bread review podcast. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool if it was, though. We, we should like, just do that. Rye and Marvel and Pumpernickel. We don't, even, we don't even mention a single movie. We just straight up just start talking about bread. How, how are yeah. bread levels of toast? I think we've made this joke about 100 episodes ago. <laughs> Probably. But, I mean, you're going to run out of things to talk about when you're 142 still episodes might, in. Still might do it someday. That'd be a good cold open, in fact. That could be fun. It could be. That. Well, anyways, but no. maybe we bring in people that aren't us. We bring in like other <laughs> people outside fo- forces. It's just a cold open of other people uh, talking about bread and everything, and people are like, "What?" Find What's somebody that can here? just do like a Gordon Ramsay then, uh, uh, impression to be one of them. Yeah, maybe we get like a Bobby Flay or oh, a, uh, Guy Fieri, uh, who's the Flavor Town guy. Is that the yeah. Guy Fieri? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. A toaster can dream, uh, but um, I think uh, I think we got a little head-to-head action going. I I don't know oh, where we're at with yeah. the trivia action. Where where what's going down? Do you want you 
Why don't you lay down that track, sir? Give give us some fucking mood music. I love it. I love it. Um, we are up to twenty to eighteen. You are fucking walking away with it, man. I'm 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 getting caught up in the dust back here. I got to catch up to you. It's all good. Two it's all good. whole episodes. Uh, and... All right. Well, I'll I'll start slow. I'll start with <laughs> something that I'm not good at. So give me a uh, drama musical, please. Drama musical. All right, dude. Oh, of course. I was just I was just about to ask the question, and then I saw my little like check mark next to it. It's like, oh nope, I've done that one before. Flipping I it mean, over. I'll take it if you want to give me. <laughs> nope. All right. True or false? Ah, this is I like that. This actually, I believe, was reviewed on the show. Um, oh, Black Klansman about an African American detective infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan is based on a true story. Is that true or false? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go true on that. You are correct. That is a true story. Ooh, Didn't you review that one? Film too. Or did I we just did, talk man. about I it? I loved it. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, I know I reviewed it. Yeah. So I don't know. Yep, yep, yep. That, that's right. No, I remember you. I remember you praising the shit out of it. It's like it's still on my fucking list. Oh. I still got to get to it. That's Oof. stupid. You do. It's everyone all around. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Nice, Best, nice. Uh, and uh, you know Spike Lee, you can't go wrong with Spike. Yeah. Well, Spike is nice. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm going to play to my strengths here. Oh, supposed strengths. Uh, of course, you know, horror sci-fi. I probably should have just said drama musical. Right. Also, that'd have been funnier. But horror sci-fi, if you don't mind. No, it's okay. What composer orchestrated Psycho, Vertigo, Vertigo, and Cape Fear? Oh my God! Yeah. I'm good luck. I don't know. All right, Chris, I, I already hear you screaming at me, head. dude. I know it. I know. I know. I should know that. I should know who this composer is. Like, I should be able to just spit this name out. And I don't. I can't. I cannot think of what his name is. Or her. But I cannot think of what his name is. Um, you want to just make a name up? Hans Zimmer. Or a guess. Unfortunately, it is Bernard Herman. Oh! Yes! God, oh man, yeah, that's a bummer. I should, I let myself down. It happens. Bummer city. I wouldn't have got it. Um, action adventure for me, please. All right, you got it, man. The Hurt Locker shows the life of what type of soldier? Now you have three options: sniper, Ooh. bomb disposal expert, or medic. I'm going bomb disposal expert without even seeing the movie, Dennis. I'm going to go with that as the correct answer because that makes the most obvious sense, I think, and literally every bit of imagery that has ever been associated with the film. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Hey, it could have been a twist. I don't know. Right? It was all the know. MacGuffin. So. No, then yeah. not true in this case. It's really about a really about a sewage plant worker. The guy going to work, just driving a shit truck, dealing with poop. Yep. Yeah. Hey, it's a, it's a dirty yeah, job. He Somebody's got to fix do it. Septic tanks. Hey. Yeah, you damn right. In fact, and I hope they get paid uh, good money. Is that not a Roger storyline in uh, American Dad, if I remember correctly? I mean, Roger has many storylines, so I want to be shocked. This is true. This is true. 
Well, uh, uh, to advance the plot here, maybe you should hit me with that uh, drama musical. See if I had better luck with in that fucking neck of the woods. Dennis, I guarantee you'll have this one. Uh oh. Across the universe features the music of what super ah, group? The Beatles. That's a great movie. That's that is correct. Woo! We're on the board, Dennis. Finally. Finally. Living life. Not looking good so far. It's not a good, not a strong showing this week. It's okay. Oh. It's all right. I, oh. I can live with it. I bet you can. I bet you can oh. up there. The top of the mountain. Um. Fucking Olympus. I'm looking down, but it's all right. I know I can tr- I can trumble I can I can stumble down the the the, the hill as easily as I got up. <laughs> probably easier. Um, I'm gonna go with the horse set five, please. Alrighty. Oh, you you you're gonna you got this. Who has the power to manipulate metal in X Men? That's really a sci-fi, huh? All right, I'm gonna go with my main man Magneto. Mister Magenta himself. You got it. Sir Magneto. Ooh, um, Damn. God. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Well, no. That. Yeah. That particular Magneto. Who am I kidding? That's. We're not. We're not talking about. Uh, uh, shit. Why can't I think of a parallel movie for uh, our other guy over? Here? Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. I drug it out too yeah. long. It's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. It's okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, it was never funny. But it's it was okay. never gonna be funny. <laughs> Um, I mean, you were working on it, but I, I'm proud of you. you we, we can come back and try again. You can keep you want to do a second take? You can keep polishing that turd all day, kid. <laughs> Still a piece of shit. Um, oh, I'll boy. take a comedy and What an asshole. What, what an asshole. I feel bad. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, you're fine. Oh, boy. Oh, man. This movie I want to rewatch. I've been saying it for a while, but oh, I love it. Love it so much. Remember the day I saw it. Um, what actress gets knocked up in Knocked Up? Oh, dang it. Uh, Yeah, I can see her. Catherine Heigl. That is a correct answer. Jeez, there we go. All right. Um, Have I asked a action adventure yet? Yeah, that was your last your last question. In fact. No, 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 no. no, It was was the one previous to that was action adventure. It was the Hurt Locker question. Okay, okay. Okay, that makes sense. So I guess I'll go for a comedy animation, please. Alrighty. Oh, you're you're gonna have this one. What 2014 yeah. movie sees Katie join the Plastics, a clique led by Regina George? Oh man, I remember seeing the musical for this a few years back. Uh, let's go for the Mean Girls. The movie. meanest mean of girls. girls. You got it. They're pretty mean. Tina Fey classic. Whew. Oh yeah. Classic. Peak Lohan. I think it's safe, it's safe to say there. I mean, I'd, I'd say, I'd say so. <laughs> Will she ever return? Who knows? She's trying. She's trying. She's doing she's a, got a movie, uh, I think, coming out. A Netflix film? Yes. So maybe. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, dude, maybe you're only Christmas fucking Netflix. one away. I got to knock this out. I don't. Uh, um, I can start slacking if you no, want. No, 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 no. I don't need you your sympathy. I'm going to. If I'm going to. I mean, if I'm gonna win. I'm gonna do it under my own gas here, uh, with mi- maybe right. one more drama musical, because I did so well last time. Yeah, you would have you would have done good with the last card on that too. But uh, all right, so drama musical. In what 2006 movie does Julie Christie play a woman with 
Alzheimer's. I don't know what the. Oh. F- I don't know who she is. I don't know what this movie. Oh is. my god, two thousand six. Two thousand six. Oh my god, I don't. Julie Christie. She's a woman with Alzheimer's. That's the character name. I'm sorry. Can you repeat this? Uh, Just repeat the. In what two thousand six movie does Julie Christie play a woman with Alzheimer's? Oh my god, I don't even know who that is. I. I don't either. Holy shit! Maybe it's a foreign movie. Oh my god, this this is what I get for choosing this. I have no idea. <laughs> I oh boy, dude. See if you took the action adventure on the other card, you would have. <gasps> well, if I that's all right. That'll be my next one after uh, if I get to the next yeah. one. If I get there, but I doubt it. You will. You will, big guy. I, I got um, you. Um, you want to take a guess? You want to nah. make a movie up? All right. Away from her. Oh, gee. Oh, yeah. No way. I never. Yeah. Away from <laughs> me. That's for sure. That's very true. Um, yeah, let me take a, a, a drama musical because those those are always the toughies for me. Oh god, okay. <laughs> I I was like I just for fun I scanned across three different cards I had laying next to each other. I'm definitely picking one over the other. Oh my god, I didn't even know. Well, okay, sorry. Now I feel very ashamed at this. Uh, okay, shit. About day. I mean, I pick cards at random, but you wanna, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna do this. All I was right. curious. No, because I was, I was just had them next to each other, and I was just like, oh, I was not aware of this piece of information. That sounds really fucking hard. <laughs> so I, I may not ask that one because that Whoa. would be ridiculous. Uh, we'll get to it eventually. No, no give me the hard ones. Uh, this other. Ah, no, give me the hard one, man. You all right? Give me the fucking hard one, dude. What is Dorothy's last name in The Wizard of Oz? I'm, I want to say Spornak because that's Dorothy's name on the Golden Girls. In uh, the Wizard of Oz, eh? You know that fucking. Uh, you hear that um, Kenya Barrows or whatever the guy who made Blackish is remaking Wizard of oh. Oz for Warner Brothers. Okay. What is going on? Huh. And then we're getting the fucking Willy Wonka movie. Why? Why are all the classics getting remade again and again? But I guess this is probably the second. So it's like it, because oh, the, just uh, the last one wasn't great. We might as well try it one more time. Because the last one did so fucking well. Oh. Right. Uh, Dorothy. 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 Dorothy's uh, last name. Dorothy. Ooh, I didn't know she had a name, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I was like, I was not aware of what the family name was at the farm. Like, so this is news to me. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. I guess I've never paid close enough attention. It's probably written somewhere. They probably say it a couple times. Humpernickel. Dorothy Humpernickel. Finally. Nope. That's it's Gale. Oh. Dorothy uh, Gale. Gale. Okay. All right. Gale. Shit. Alrighty. Cool. Well, then I guess I'll I'll take that other All action right. adventure you got waiting for me. Yeah, I think you got this. What Tarantino film was the first Western in 34 years to have a score by Eno? Morocone. I don't fucking know how to pronounce it. Morricone. It's an Italian. Um, yeah. Hateful Eight. Yeah. It's a, he's he famously <laughs> scored a lot of uh, spaghetti westerns. Unfortunately, Dennis, Django and Chain is not the right answer. So the Hateful Eight. Oh my Eight, God! You, you did. That was like because it can't. It's like, it can't be Django. That would be the music is way too modern and all over the place. <laughs> 
Yeah. You said that. I'm like, yeah. what? what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, you uh, sly well, well, motherfucker. That'd be, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I'm trying here. All right. So now, now we're getting close, right? What, what do you got? You, four got, to, four you three. got three. You got yep. three. Four to three. All right, cool. All right, dude. All right. Uh, so I'll take uh, action adventure. Oh, here, here it goes. You, you got it. Put it to bed, sir. Who voices Pikachu in the movie Pokemon Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I can give you the three choices. Oh, boy. But even if you just think about it hard enough, give... it, like even if you had never seen oh, the movie, if you just heard coffee. these three names, you'd be like, well, coffee. fuck it, it has to be this one. You know, I can tell you who people really wanted back in the day. Everyone wanted Frank Reynolds, man. Oh, my God. Please tell me. Uh, you got oh, Frank, I wish Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito was an option. Him. Danny DeVito is not an option. But <laughs> an, one of the options, I, though, yeah, Nicolas Cage. All right. Another option. Oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Will Smith. All right. And then the last option, okay. Ryan Reynolds. Now that one sounds fake. <laughs> um, I will say... Fantastic film. I, I saw, it yeah. saw it again with my family. Next day after I saw it, I get a phone call. Hey, we're filming this uh, commercial. We can't tell you who's in it, but uh, if you want to work, you work. Bam! Ryan Reynolds is very ah, fun. It was fun. Awesome. Times. I'm gonna go with Ryan Reynolds, Dennis. There you go. You you walk away with a win, sir. I tried. I tried to dip it a bit. I should have said Nick Cage. Okay. Oh dear God! I wouldn't have accepted. I wouldn't have accepted the answer. I wouldn't have accepted. Refuse. I would have watched the fuck out of that movie. Oh, that would have been funny. Nicolas Cage's voice coming out of Pikachu's face. Like, just all the excitement. Oh, man. Now, <laughs> now I really want to watch that movie again because, oh, man, I, I love it. I mean, had I wish it was like an actual Pokemon movie, oh, sure. Right. But for what it was, it was still top notch. Kind of freaking out, man. I'm a Pokemon now. <laughs> Put back in my yeah, body. Right. Yeah, just like I get to see this over the top, like slow burn overacting. Well, it's going to ease in real slow before he just starts <laughs> barking at him. Pikachu's tweaking out every couple of minutes. Oh, man. Really, really wish that happened. <laughs> well, Dennis. Alrighty. I think it's time to get into what the people have came here for. I. Some movie reviews, perhaps. I think so. I think I think I have to agree as well. Uh, let's let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's check it out. So uh, I I think I got the first review up. All right, uh, well, I'll let you yeah. go first. Yeah, um, yeah you start talking. I was back uh, up in my hometown, was visiting some family there for a wedding, and we uh, stayed in one night and had kind of a little throwback thing after dinner of checking out this uh, little flick called. With honor. But if the rest of your thesis is as intelligent as you are, you are certain to graduate with honors. And that will be the beginning of a brilliant career. In the ivy-covered halls of Harvard, Montgomery Kessler was at the top of his class. Harvard doesn't have any standards left. They let in anyone who's bright. But all it took was one little slip. <laughs> This isn't just on term paper, you know. This is my life. To bring him face to face. No, no! With reality. Don't burn any more pages. You want something? I need something. For each night's lodging, one page. There are 88 pages in that thesis. There are 83 pages now. You're unbelievable. You really hit my thesis somewhere. He'll get it tonight. I'll talk him in and give me the whole thing. Auntie! 
You've done a great job of talking to things so far. He's wearing my robe. Okay, if that's how you feel about it, don't let me catch you wearing any of my things. I have a plan. I'm taking him to Social Security. I'm going to get him disability benefits, all right? D-O-B. E-F-T-H-I-J. Do you have evidence of birth? I'm sitting here, ain't I, lady? What do you think I have? My spontaneous combustion? Ah! I still don't think I'm human, do you? Let me show you my life. Warner Brothers presents Joe Pesci as a scholar of the streets. Are you a student in this class? No, I'm a bum. But bear in mind, I'm a Harvard bum. Who gives four students a reason to open their hearts. If a woman is willing to give you her love, it's the greatest gift in the world. And their minds. To love free, to feed the remainder of life with one hour of fullness and freedom. One brief hour of madness and joy. Joe Pesci. Brendan Fraser, Moira Kelly, with honors. I know once we got to know each other, we'd hit it off famously. So it came up in conversation. I was just not aware of this movie at all, because I couldn't name a movie that both Joe Pesci and Brendan Fraser were in together. Sure enough, here's this one. Also starring Moira Kelly, Patrick Dempsey, just to name a couple other names. This is directed by Alec Kishin. Kishinen, I apologize, Alec, for slaughtering your name. Um, this film tells the story of Brendan Fraser and a group of Harvard college students who are they're in their senior, they're in their final year. Uh, Fraser's character uh, Monty is finishing up his thesis, and he's uh, got all of these pages all handwritten, and it's he's he's been studying for cramming for this thing. Um, in the basement of like the Harvard library, there's this homeless man who's been living there, try, just trying to stay warm for the winter, played by Joe Pesci, his uh, character named Simon. Uh, Simon, although likes to carry around a bottle of wine and stay fairly inebriated at any given moment, is a very well-read man. He's, he's like reading circles around a lot of the students who are going here. He's very familiar with most a lot of the books that are around him. And just a clearly a very learned man. And I kind of liked this juxtaposition of just, you have like the homeless guy who's like looking down on all the Harvard college students. And it's, I, I like the perspective that they're trying to get you to look at the world in and what Brendan Fraser's character has to go through and how he has to uh, change his, his views of things. So Brendan Fraser believes that by turning in, uh, that his work is so good. His written thesis is so strong that he's going to graduate with honors at the end of the year as a, like a political science major. And or he's got this paper about the U S government that he just thinks is just going to the hottest shit on the planet. Um, over, um, while at this library, sorry, see now I'm just summarizing too much of the movie. What, what it boils down to is this Brendan Fraser gets, uh, gets this guy kicked out because he took his, uh, he took his thesis. Yeah. Um, and he's commenting on it. It's like, oh, this, this is shit. I mean, come on. You, you can, you, you tell him, come on, Harvard. And he keeps calling him Harvard for the half of the movie. Uh, and he starts throwing handfuls of pages into like this furnace. And he's like, all right, I'm, um, I will give you back one page at a time as you do things for me. Like he, he needs, he like bring him a blanket, bring him a hot meal, shit like that. So he st it starts becoming like this kind of exchange of currency where he gives, oh, here's five pages. And he let him. He gave him. Found this van that he can sleep in next to their uh, their dorm. It's. Uh, I gotta say, the it's the other characters in the dorm. 
they get a little pretentious for me. I don't feel the least bit sorry for any of them. All of them have their own kind of problems going on. And I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not going to feel the least bit sorry for them. They have real human issues going on, but it's like nowhere near the, uh, the level of gravity we're experiencing in our main story here. Um, watching Monty turn into this more rounded human, he's really acknowledging the rest of like what society is. Like, or, like it, it's got some layers to it. I really like the conversations that are had here. The, the acting is very, very, very good. Um, I surprised this one kind of slipped by without, I mean, there's tons of movies that slip by without noticing, but uh, I feel like I missed out not seeing this one sooner. It was a, it was great. Um, I would highly recommend it. I, I personally watched it. I think it was on Vudu. Um, it was already in this person's uh, digital library, so you have to track that one down if you want to check it out. But uh, with honors, released in '94, um, I'm gonna give it uh, three slices. It's legit. Yeah. Three slices no. ain't bad. It's a solid, it's, I think it's worth watching nice. at least once. It, it, I think it's a solid experience. All right. Cool. Um, so up next, I got something. Yeah? Something uh, called Dragon Ball Super. Super Heroes. Double Soups. This world needs a hero. We agree. The return of the Red Ribbon Army is near. What if some new world-ending evil shows up? So, who are you actually after? Who are you? An old-fashioned superhero. Is that all the power you've got? It won't be enough to win you this fight. This guy seems to learn his opponent's techniques as he fights. You need to believe in yourself and unleash that power. Everything you've got, no holding back. Seems we're dealing with quite a formidable foe. Yeah, there's soup after soup action there. Um, so if you're like me, you might have watched Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball, Hell but yeah. you didn't really watch GT or Super or all nope. those other ones. Uh, and, and you might be going into this movie being like, I don't fucking know what's going on. It's like, guess what? You don't really need to know Sweet. what's going on because it connects to Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball and kind of brings you up to date. Okay. Uh, pretty much uh, back in the day, there was this like evil kind of rebellion type of bad guys named the Red Ribbon Army. Goku defeated them when he was a child. And then later on, they brought back, uh, they they created the uh, fucking, 
the android 16 and 17 i think it mm-hmm. is uh uh the the big evil androids they were they made them yeah then of course we know what happened there if you watch dragon ball and i think they also made cell well anyways at this point this mad scientist who's related to one of those guys is just getting out of jail and someone who's in charge of the red ribbon army come and comes to recruit him and is like hey there's these people who have always been like trying to i, I guess it was like more or less trying to say like the the saiyan the saiyans and everybody with magic powers are aliens from another world who are coming to destroy the universe uh we want you to make uh some heroes to take them down and the guy's like all right i'll do it but they're going to be superheroes and they're going to fucking. So this, this, this like very like nerdy scientist is like, he loves superheroes and whatnot. He's like, I'm going to make superheroes to take them all down. And like, so he makes the world's best warriors. And uh, of course, all our dragon ball heroes that we know and love are off doing their own thing. The only one who's like kind of getting to do his own thing is a uh, piccolo, but he's also kind of watching after uh, uh fucking Gohan's uh, daughter. Oh. And uh, as it turns out, he discovers this plot um, and he kind of infiltrates these guys to get the intel. And uh, he tries to get all, all our heroes back to fight them, but it's it's kind of hard to get them all where they're at and reach them. So uh, it's, it's kind of a Piccolo movie. Oh, that's he cool. has to figure out how to save the day. Yeah, and and we're getting like flashbacks and stuff of the, uh, the, the, the old series and whatnot. And it's kind of cool to see nice. all this stuff. And um. And the interesting thing here is uh, it doesn't have the traditional Dragon Ball style anime. It does and it doesn't. Like, it's more of, like, kind of a CG. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, a, a, a I was going to say, like, like the fighting game. The recent ah. video game where it kind of looks... Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool at times and then kind of distracting at other times. But uh, honestly, for, for, like, going in blind, not really knowing Dragon Ball Super, I was I was engrossed and, like, it was a fun time. Uh, I think I yeah I saw this one in IMAX so it was like on a big screen it was kind of sexy looking hour and forty minutes so it's not too too bad you get in get out and it's nice just re- revisiting these characters uh, uh, from your childhood and, and seeing them where they're at these days and uh, yeah I'm gonna give Dragon Ball Super superhero I'm gonna give it a three and a half slices of damn tips. nice that sounds like a fun time yeah um. I think so, and uh, I don't know when it's going to be on VOD or whatnot, but I, if, if you get a chance, I think it's still playing in theaters. Uh, I'd say check it out, or once it comes out on VOD, definitely uh, do yourself a favor and check it out. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that sounds right up my alley. Uh, mind if I give one Fucking more? Fucking lay it on me, man. I think so. I think you dig it. All right. Uh, I got a, a new movie uh, called Spin Me Round. Tuscan Growth has a program where they take all the top managers to Italy. Amber, pack your bags. What? You're going to Italy. I have a feeling you're going to fall in love. Okay, I was kind of thinking that too. Benvenuta, signorina. Ciao. Welcome, everyone. I would like to introduce our CEO, Nick Martucci. Ciao, amici. He's my assistant, Kat. I'm excited to get to know you a little better. Get dressed. Am I in trouble? What roles do love and affection play in your life? 
Where is this going? I'm really happy you're here, Amber. I can't afford this. It's next street. What? Okay. I'm a repository for Nikki's dirty secrets. <laughs> you seem so open-minded. Why does everyone keep telling me that? <laughs> Listen, I think something weird might be going on. Look, guys, Nick's in the study working. What is this, Clue? He's <laughs> killing Colonel Mustard with the uh, lead pipe? <laughs> this program sucks! Lighten up a little bit, please. Um, we got Allison Bree. She plays like the manager of this um, this restaurant, uh, which is kind of a ripoff, dare I say, of the Olive Garden. And uh, she gets selected at random. Her her one of her bosses uh, throws her in the running to go spend time in Italy at a villa and learn how to like cook with these Italian chefs. And it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And she's excited about it. It's a whirlwind adventure. Except she shows up, and it's not all it's cracked up to be, Dennis. Uh, they're supposed to stay at a villa. Now they're like a mile <laughs> away from the villa at this rundown hotel. A uh, bunch of ladies, and then these two guys uh, that have ladies' names. And uh, the, the group of people that are there, it's, it's kind of fun. You got, uh, you got her, Molly, uh, Molly Shannon, um, Zach Woods uh, from, from The Office, uh, Tim Heidecker, uh, Little Rell's there, <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, Fred Armisen. It's like, like a, a, a killer's role yeah. of comedy. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like one of those improv-y type of okay. movies. So pretty much uh, the owner of the company shows up one day. He's like, I don't ever show up to these things, but I figured I'd come and say hi. And then he meets Aubrey Plaza. Uh, not Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza is his assistant, so he doesn't meet her. He meets Allison Bree, and he's like, you kind of remind me of her. And like, she's like, what? Who? And then like, he disappears. And then like the next day, Audrey Plaza's like, Hey, you want to come meet him again? Or no, you want to come hang out with me? And like, she gets her out of the classes and then she spends the day on the, on the, on a boat with, with uh, the owner of the company. And then like, she then does it another day, but then ends up leaving and spending time with Audrey Plaza. Uh, And then, Audrey Plaza leaves her in a car with a book that's that talks about kidnapping. Oh my god. And she's like, this is kind of weird. She shows back up to class, and now another girl is kind of doing what she's doing because the, the the excuse was she had a bad migraine, so she uh she had to not be in class. And this other student was sick, and she noticed that this girl was also leaving with Audrey Plaza. And we slowly see all these girls leaving, and the only ones left are pretty much um Molly Shannon, who's of course an older lady, and uh, the uh, Tim Heidecker and uh, Zach Woods, who both have ladies' names. So we slowly see all these girls starting to disappear, and she's like, "I think something's up here," and like the the, the company doesn't want to let them leave, and so it's kind of her uncovering what's going on. It's a comedy, but it becomes a mystery, hmm. and okay, it's it's an interesting tale. Yeah, 
not exactly what I didn't know what to expect, but it's that was not what I was expecting. But I liked it overall. Uh, this uh, this one I uh, I wanted to see in theaters, but it wasn't playing anywhere near me. And uh, to to my excitement, it, it premiered the same day on AMC Plus. Uh, so that, oh, that's nice. where you can check it out. You can rent it uh, on all your VOD platforms. I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna spin me round two slices. Of oh, toast. Okay, okay. It could have been better, could have been worse, but uh, if, if you got a little time to kill, check it out. Yeah. Nice. All righty. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a lot yeah. of movie pieces. All right, a lot, I like a lot going on. Yes. Yeah. And if you want a lot going on, Dennis, let me tell you about another movie. Is there, I know I said, could I tell you one more? And now I'm like, let me no. tell you another. I Is said, no. Cool? You're done. Forever. Okay. No more. Show's over. Goodbye, right. folks. Okay. Never mind. Right, I don't care. All right, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Keith. yeah. Come on. What else you got? Keep okay. it rolling. All right, I got a. I got the new movie uh, uh, that was written and directed by our, our man George Miller. I think right, the dude who did fucking all the Mad Maxes. Um, this movie called Three Thousand yeah. Years of Longing. Right. My name is Alethea. My story is true. I am a solitary creature by nature. I have no children, no siblings, no parents. I did once have a husband. If there is fate, who can say? But in the Grand Bazaar of Istanbul, I chose a memento. I like it. Whatever it is, I'm sure it has an interesting story. So what will you wish for? What is your heart's desire? I do have a question. What does one do with three wishes? You'll see. story about wishing that is not a cautionary tale we all have desires even if they remain hidden from us but it is your story and i cannot wait to see where it goes oh how it might end hello hello he'll be staying for a while Beginning to wish we'd never met. Don't say that! Make a wish! Save yourself! I have a wish. There's there's this <laughs> Yeah, that sounds so yeah. thrilling, Adam. Just in the name <laughs> alone. Ugh. Um I didn't know anything really about this movie before I walked into it. Um but it's about this like really lonely lady 
who is uh, in another country. She likes collecting little things, and she comes across this little lamp, and she's at her hotel room cleaning it, and then poof, a genie comes out, or I guess they call him a gin in this. I guess they, they go with that title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the genie is like, hey, man, I can grant you three wishes. And she's like, I kind of know all the stories about genies. You, you try manipulating the wishes, and uh, you can't really be trusted. And he's like, no, no, you can trust me. It's like, I don't fucking know about that. And, and, and instead, it becomes more about her bonding with the genie. And like she wants to know about how he became a genie and his story. So then we learn about the first love that he had and how uh, her new lover turned him into a genie. And then how his first person. It's just a lot of like learning how he became a genie. Okay. And then all the people he dealt with and how he tried helping them and how it kind of backfired on them. And uh, she she was uh, our, our, our protagonist. Uh, she's kind of like, well, you know, what? I kind of want to help you. I, I don't want to just benefit from this. I want I want you to feel comfortable. So she brings him back to her house and kind of lets him live yeah. in modern day and get to, to uh, proclamate. And, uh, and they kind of become friends. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm burying the lead here. We got um. I'm not bearing any lead. That's kind of the movie right there. But um, the the woman is played by Tilda Swinton, and uh, the the genie himself is played by Edith Elba. So they're top notch oh, actors, yeah. giving giving good performances, and uh, it's a good movie. But it's it feels long because like, when you break it down into the sections, it's like okay, this is dragging a little bit. There's some cool stuff done with it, but it's an hour and forty eight minutes, and it feels a little more to me like an hour, like oh, man. a half hour okay. movie. Um, dang. But it's original and unique, which is kind of cool. But uh, there's pros and cons with it. So I'm going to give 3,000 Years of Longing two slices of toast. Uh, if, if you want to see something interesting and unique, it's visually pleasing, check it out. But beware, it's not the smoothest movie you could check out. Okay, that's too bad, especially coming from that director. Oh. I know. I got to say, I knew nothing about this when it yeah. dropped. It was just like, oh, okay. Here's this movie with Tilted Swinton and Idris Elba that looks fucking crazy mm. i and i feel like it got very very little yeah, press yeah i yeah i feel like it's been out at this time of the recording like three weeks and you don't really hear much about it I, but you know what i think people would like to hear that? about dennis the afterlife. oh you know i think we we could get to witness it in ghostbusters the afterlife mm-hmm. you're a great mom i don't know i'm fine with trevor but with Phoebe, she really keeps me on the outside. That's normal. She's an awkward, nerdy kid. Maybe a new home can be an opportunity to start fresh. I just wish she'd get into some trouble. There's still time. What are you doing here in Somerville, anyway? We're completely broke, and our grandfather left us this creepy old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Father wasn't much of a homemaker. He could hardly keep the power on. You're saying he left us nothing? Well, I wouldn't say nothing. You went with the station wagon? It's the only one that had an engine. What is happening here? Somehow, a town with no fault lines is shaking on a daily basis. 
Maybe it's the apocalypse. Egon came out here for a reason. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? You guys hear that? Something's coming. The whole city. It's like The Walking Dead. closed that's right folks i finally got my ass around to seeing it again this was another film i uh i checked out while i was out of town um right away there was something i i really enjoyed not even that opening scene uh with the the frame of the harold ramus lookalike but which was awesome but uh it was like as soon as the movie actually got going, right after that scene, it felt so familiar. It, it's it's the uh, the Reitman blood runs strong in that family, that's for sure, because it felt like a natural sequel. Like it, the, we are still in that world, you know. Like, and it's still its own standalone movie. This is still, you know, it it still works on its own for the most part. I think to truly benefit from or to truly benefit from watching the movie, you need to see the first two Ghostbusters only because of the volume of references that are made, not just Easter eggs, but I mean like the, the plot comes a little faster to you. If you are aware of how shit works in the first, even the first one, you really should probably only watch the first one because that's where the bulk of the stuff comes from. But anyways, beside the point, uh, entire like almost an entirely new cast of characters. Although we get a couple familiar faces out the gate, I think that's to kind of help assimilate uh, an older audience. You know, the fact that we've built a movie here that needs to be for both a brand new Ghostbusters audience. They need to know they're acknowledging full well people who've probably never seen a Ghostbusters movie before are probably going to the theater with someone else who has, or they're getting told to go see this movie. Um, I think that's evident in the casting. Uh, it's like we've seen the caliber that, that Finn Wolfhard can perform with. And I feel what I thought was funny. It's like, I feel like he kind of didn't have to try too hard in this movie. Uh, he was still acting, of course, but it was just like, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's like, he didn't, he didn't have to push nearly as hard as he does in stranger things. Uh, which I think is great. He's got a little other, he has some more range other than being that kid. He's also like the dorky older brother. That's just trying to talk to the cute girl. Um, Really, it's like McKenna Grace's movie. Holy shit, she's she steals oh, she's every scene. Phenomenal, scenes man! And Love this her is like, this. okay, this is a good mark oh. of all right, kid. This is this is your benchmark now. You, now this is the expectation of what I expect to see at least this good a performance. Obviously, hopefully backed by a solid director and script in order to cross the finish line there. But um, I mean, I had a great time watching this movie. The 
length of time was good. It's like it was it's a little long. I got to I got to be honest, the two hours, it's a solid it's a solid two hours. It's not and that, I don't want to make that a mark against it so much as just kind of informing. If you still haven't seen it, like get ready. It, it, it's got a lot to, a lot of story to tell, but it's not like a deep, complex story. It's just riveting and fun to watch the whole way through. Very well performed all the way. The um, the visuals are stunning all the way through from the gadgets, the classic gadgets we expect to see to entirely new designs and repur- uh, repurposed use of some of these. Like the, the soul well, was that was badass. Um, uh, just stuff like that. Mm. I, I had a great time watching it. So uh, I would like to give Ghostbusters Afterlife two, uh, three and a half slices. Jesus. I almost said way the wrong number. Three and a half slices of toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm happy. I'm uh, like, since I saw it last year at a New York Comic Con, I'm like, ah, I can't wait to get Dennis. Oh, yeah. So, oh, man, I'm happy it didn't let you down. Yeah. Um, I got something that I also knew nothing about okay. when I went into it. Uh, I got this flick called The Invitation. It was always just my mom and me to have a family. That's what I really want. No way. I got a cousin. That is the whitest man I've ever seen. He wants to meet up. Oliver? Cousin (laughs) Avery. It sounds so Jane Austen when you say it like that. (laughs) You know, my mom always wanted to take me to England to learn about our family history. There's a wedding coming up, actually. You should come. I would love to, but I... Come on, everyone is dying to meet you. Wow, it's incredible. I believe this is one of our important guests. Evie, this is a close friend of the family, Walter Deville. Uh, hi. Hi. Looking forward to getting to know you better, Evie. What are you doing down there? Miss, you should return to your room. We're all so delighted that you're here. Which one's the groom? The groom and his bride will make their grand entrance tomorrow. Ready? I, I can't shake the feeling that everyone is staring at me. Can you blame them? You and Walter seem to be getting awfully close, Evie. I'm curious, though. What has he told you about us? Ow! Let me see. <gasps> Here she is. Where are the bride and groom? As you all know, there has been someone missing from this table. But that once broken bond will be renewed tonight. To Eve, my new bride. I want to go home. But this is your home. Get up prepared. There are children in yours. Please. Here, dear. Hello, Mr. Harker here. There's a young lady who seems quite distressed. I'm so glad you've come to your senses, my love. Um, so it's about this girl. Uh her and her mother, that was her whole family. Uh she had no other family members that she knew of. Her mother recently died. She kinda sad about that and she does one of those like 23 of me okay. things and uh 
she finds out she has some family in uh, in the UK, and uh, one of her cousins flies out and meets her, and like they get along, and he's like, hey, you know, there's this big wedding happening uh, out there. I think you should come out. You should meet the family, and uh, I'll fly you out. I'll put you up. You can stay at uh, my buddy's uh, mansion where it's happening, and she's like, oh, yeah, sure, and she gets there, and of course, she's like coming in like, being like, oh, man, this is great. This is kind of cool. This is different from what I'm used to, and down to earth, and she uh she kind of hits it off a bit with the guy that owns the house, the counter, whatever he is, and uh the whole time she's there, it's been a couple of days, and like they're they're building up to a wedding, and she hasn't met the person getting married yet, and uh, and then she finds out, oh, I'm getting married to this guy that owns the mansion, what? and something is up at this place, and. Uh, it's uh and then she finds out oh shit this guy is a vampire and uh this is a really fucking weird situation to be in and, yeah uh, pretty much she was the last of, of 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 the bloodline uh and they gotta sacrifice people so that their their family will survive so once the once the cousin found out he's like all right here's someone for you like here's your your third bride and it's like now it's her trying to escape but it's a little harder to do because now everyone's oh, sure. stop her from yeah. escaping uh, so they can save themselves. Really weird, like, twisted, dark little uh, movie. And I was on board, man. And it <laughs> felt like it was a little bit of a longer movie, but okay. it wasn't. And it was damn good. And I was I was, I was, I was on the edge of my seat because the way it played, like, I knew nothing about it. I'm like, oh, this looks like it might be like a CW type of show or something. But nah, man, it was, it was pretty pretty delightful pretty fun twist it some good uh kills and stuff in it um and, and there's a lot of eerie vibes throughout the whole movie which is was just fun to play with so yeah i'm gonna give the invitation mm, let's say three slices of toast all right solid flick solid watch. Um, you might have to do it yeah yeah and that's playing in cinemas i don't know if it's on uh on uh, VOD yet. Um, not to be uh, mishapped with another movie called The Invitation, which is also out and about on oh. video <laughs> uh, on-demand services. Um, so I got one more. I got this uh, this Netflix movie, the latest oh, Kevin okay. Hart Netflix movie, where you can pretty much fill in the blanks with any, uh, any big action. Uh, another star. comedic action co-star. That they get into some hijinks together. Yeah. And he might have bitten off a little oh, bit more than bet. he can chew. Huh? Am I getting warm? Oh, I see it already. Like you know it. Seven times. I think so. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, this time we got Marky Mark, Mark in the passenger Mark. seat for the movie Me Time. I love you. I love you, dude. Sonny, you have no life outside of your kids. Well, my wife is an architect. We made a decision that's best for me to take care of the kids. It's called a system which works. Yeah, prison system. That's what it sounds like. What's up, Huck? Honey, baby! My birthday's coming up. You haven't been to one of my parties in forever. You guys were so close, and then I grew up. I don't want to spend a weekend with Huck and a bunch of 22-year-olds. I have an idea. I should take Dash and Ava for spring break by myself. You've never traveled with them without me. I am their mother. I will be fine. Honestly, I have concerns. Did you hear me? No. Dash, get your stuff. 
every parent's dream is to spend a week without their family. I get some me time. Me time. How was your first day of freedom? It was great. I played golf with some old buddies of mine. <laughs> I went to this underground barbecue spot. Mm. You good, bro? Yeah, I'm all right. We should go to Hut's party. Sunny baby! Happy birthday! Thank you, brother. You look good. Oh. Hey, whoa. Hey, guys, say hi to my oldest friend in the world. Yeah. You, you want a towel? No, I'm good. OK. This week isn't about me. It's about us. Okay. In the Majestic California. Oh! It's our own Burning Man. We're in the middle of nowhere. What a poor party's at. Right there. That's a bucket. Yeah, they were great. Party over here. A party over there. Hey, buddy. Aren't you a little scary kitty? Oh my God. Oh, sit down. Help! I got a lion trying to eat me! Help! Help! Oh my God. Oh. She might be the big cat. Yeah, this is the big dog. I'm the big dog. Hell yeah, here it is. He's not okay. Oh, He's out. Okay. Oh, like Butch and Sunday just got back together. Oh my God. Way to make the most of your me time. Huh? I don't know what happened, but you're a new man. I did a lot of stuff I'm not proud of. God, it looks like a hot Cheeto. Okay, what is going on? It's Huck. He's always got me doing stupid shit. We gotta do this together. It's always something crazy. I was going like this is too much. I'll see you later. Sonny, I'm doing it. Open your arms like a starfish. Starfish came back. I told you you could do it. I love you, Huck. I love you, Let me say. Uh, that's right, folks. Me time. So Kevin Hart is living his best life. Uh, he grew up best friends with Mark Wahlberg. You know, the cool guy, the, the suave guy, always willing to do anything for fun. But then when, when the 20s came, Kevin Hart got married and started having a family. Started kind of falling away from Marky Mark and his crazy adventures. And uh, Kevin Hart essentially has become a stay-at-home dad as his wife is killing it and making the bread. And uh, then uh, Mark Wahlberg calls him for his big 40, I want to say 44th or 40, 45th okay. birthday party. He wishes. And uh, Kevin Hart's wife is like, yeah, you got to go. Spend time with them. And, and he's like, I don't know. And he eventually does. And, uh, oh, boy, like you said, Dennis, hygiene's is Oh, no. Come oh, on, man. Boy. I am a dad the, now. Uh, You've lost touch with who you are. I'm going to remind you who you used to be. <laughs> oh, shit. I need to grow up and straighten up my act, too. Could you show me? Man, maybe you could show me how to reconnect uh, with my... Even... Oh, my God. Am I getting close? Oh, you're pretty, pretty, pretty close there, Dennis. And uh, there, he, he's even Kevin Hart's like, I don't understand your life. And he's like, Oh man, I'm living That's a funny life. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live it up. And then when I'm, when I'm 50, I'll get married. I'll have some kids, but I'll still be uh, living the life. And he's like, All right, whatever. So the first stop on this whole tour is they go to the middle of the desert uh, to have a Burning Man type situation for Huck. God, That's Mark Wahlberg's course. character. Uh, and, and there's no cell phone reception. Uh, they have the bus drop them off and leave them there for a couple of days. And, uh, of course you got to hunt for your food. You got to poop in a barrel and guess what? He, uh, Kevin Hart has to poop and he poops in a barrel and a cute little kitty comes up 
who happens to be a baby cub. And then the mama doesn't <laughs> like it. And then uh, Kevin Hart's being chased. Is that running boy. mountain lions? And let's just say he ends up getting the name. Yep, yep. And uh, he, he gets caught, but then he gets the oh, title God. Big Dog. And everyone loves him on the group. And uh, he, he sends out a tweet of, of being Big Dog and loving the action. And then and hashtag and huck in there. And then uh, then this guy, this loan shark huck owns money to, <laughs> comes to town and... Uh, Oh boy! Things get deadly, and the party gets and the party gets crushed. Kevin Hart says, "No, no, buys him another day." And now it's Kevin Hart trying to help Mark Wahlberg get the money he needs to pay off the loan shark, and how to learn how to become a man, and then not just uh, just feel sad for him. They both learn from each yep. other, Dennis, yep. just like you said. Uh, and it has an interesting uh, cast. You got Regina Hall as uh, Kevin Hart's wife. Uh, one of my favorite, Andrew uh, Santino, uh, is one of his friends. Uh, you know, it's not a whole bunch of people now that I'm scrolling through. Um, who the fuck plays the? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's faces you'll see and know, uh, and it's great. Uh, but it's not bad. There's so many of these movies, Dennis, where I'm like, oh, we've seen it before. We've done it before. And you, you have summed it up without even watching it. But it works. This is better than the previous uh, Man from Toronto okay. movie that I told you about. Uh, yeah. It's funny at moments and it's lame at moments. But it's more of a family okay. movie, okay. I guess. And it's fun. Uh, I'm going to give me time. Two and a half slices of toast. I was going to give it three, but then I downgraded to two and a half for some reason. <laughs> I shouldn't I talk so much it's shit about it. I'm sorry. Check it out, folks. You talked me off a ledge here, oh, Dennis. This is not in front of a speeding train. Can't just go hand enough threes. <laughs> oh. Uh -oh. Well, what sir. What do you mean? Got, got me around to seeing Bullet Train, uh, as we teased a little bit earlier. I finally got to Ooh. see it. Um Hi, there's a gun on Shh, well, it's the quiet car. Gotta use your small inside voice in here, son. There's a gun. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, you get peace back. I think you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. Hey, this is nice. What am I snatching and or grabbing? A briefcase. You said you wanted simple for your first job back. Doesn't get simpler. You stab me? We ruin your life the way you ruin mine. Dude, I don't even know you. There's nothing simple about this job. Something else going on here. Yeah, I'm not the only one on this train looking for this case. Evan, mm. where's the briefcase? Oh, it's not shit. It was just there. 
we are right on schedule. Everything that's ever happened to you. This is gonna sting, bitch! Oh. Has led you here. That's a shit deal. Oh, no, thank you. You know what? Do you have um, anything sparkling? That's the one. Thank you. Domo arigato. Sure you want to talk this out? Not particularly, no. Okay. Exclusively in movie theaters. After, yeah, you see, yeah, that was the last episode you, you checked it out. Um, man, what a ride. That, and this is where I, again, I mentioned we went over to that uh, Topanga dine-in over, over at the, the AMC over here. It's a killer spot. Um, well, not, not to beat a dead horse, this is a blistering, like, high-octane action comedy. Very lighthearted. It, but, but but gruesome. I mean, this I was not ready for the wedding, the fucking red wedding scene, more or less. Um, that was uh, a crazy cast, and the people in it. What I, what it was okay. What's interesting is you see all these names go by, and you kind of expect certain things out of some people. But I guess what I wasn't expecting really was like the chemistry between. Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry. I love them as Lemon and Tangerine. They're oh, every, oh, they're all their back and forth is fantastic. Um, kind of thought it was funny. I it's like I when I was looking at who was in the movie, I was like, wait, wait a minute, what, didn't we're not going to acknowledge her character, uh, Karen Fukuhara, who plays one of the, the woman pushing the snack cart uh, that gets her uniform stolen sure. by uh, Zazie Beetz. That she's actually in uh, the boys because I recognized her as soon as she's on screen. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, nothing. Mm-hmm. She just gets her. She just gets her ass kicked and uh-huh. disappears. So that's the movie. One can assume she's dead. Um, anyways, I, I just thought that was funny. Now, but the whole movie kind of does that. There's a lot of faces and names that go by. I'm talking huge names. I have thought for sure Bad Bunny was going to be in a whole lot more of the movie. <laughs> Uh, after all the hype, especially how much he's in the trailer. True. That's kind of, I guess, where I made that assumption. You got to sell it to the audience, um, Dennis. That was it. I, I liked the the funny Ryan Reynolds cameo in there, as well as the the Channing Tatum. I th- think you can call it a cameo, too. It's a pretty limited scene. Uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, though, that guy so. always kicks ass in, in the movies he's in. I mean, Last Samurai, I think, is where I really started noticing noticing this guy but um yet again just that cold calculated calm badassery that he can just breathe into the frame is present yet again um mm. yeah no, i just had a killer time watching this i I can, I can just keep praising everyone and everyone everybody's doing a killer job i will say it's not like the plot of the movie is terribly complex i did kind of expect certain things to go the directions they did um i like as soon as we met prince sure. and she gave that little bit of backstory i'm like oh that's who it is as like because it was pretty obvious that she she was leaving parts of her backstory out which were exactly the parts that were missing from the white death and it's like 
Oh, he has one kid he's willing to treat like a uh -huh. piece of shit. Who's to say he doesn't have another kid he doesn't treat like a piece of shit? Uh, and that's that was true throughout. And it's but not in a bad way. I, I kind of didn't mind that because now I'm I'm sitting here wondering, well, how are we going to get to that point? Like, we you're not just going to tell us. You're not just going to show us the thing. You're going to have a big grandiose reveal. They're going to have some big ridiculous over the top. And that's what was so much fun about watching this movie. And that's why especially you got to watch this in the theater. My God, you need to have that just encompassing experience. Oh, yeah. The sound needs to be up there. The music is a lot of fun. Everyone's just, and you could tell, it just seems like everyone's just had a good time making this movie. So I'm going to back up your review from last week, dude. I also will give Bullet Train three and a half slices. Still in theaters. Go check it out if you haven't checked that out yet. Boom. Bullet Train. Yeah, that's just it's like it's it's so awesome to see a movie with that kind of style. Again, you know, it's a lot. It gets attempted a lot, but it doesn't always yeah. land. And this one landed perfectly. Oh, a hundred percent! Like you see it like all the time. People trying to do like a Tarantino style action comedy backstories, uh, all these different yep. twists and turns and weaves with characters. It's hard. I, to I do. agree. I think. To the point to where I can just start yeah. laughing hysterically when I see a title card pop up that says the water bottle. And I'm like, yep, let's do it. Let's watch this whole thing. <laughs> like, uh -huh. I'm just like, fuck yeah, all right. Yep. Tell me the story, tell me the tale. And that was that mm -hmm. was hilarious. Just watching it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I think we got oh, one that yeah. we can go to together if you want to give so we are about to tag team review on the latest Netflix vampire murder flick, Day Shift. It's going to be a hot one in Los Angeles. So what's on the agenda today? My eyes are closed. Like every day. What are you doing in my room? Hunting vampires. Vampire hunting is a business. Cut next and cash your checks. Well, things have changed since you got your ass kicked out for union. If I don't come up with 10K, my wife and my daughter are going to move to Florida. Hi, Dad. You're late again. And the union is the only place that could give me that kind of money. Your record is chock full of incidents. But he's a new man. One last chance. This is your final warning. Oh, no. Vampires just tried to kill me. Now I just pissed my favorite fucking Hey, hey, hey everybody pisses themselves the first time. Really? Yeah. Did yeah. you? No, I no, no, I didn't, but but listen, you did. You know what I see when I see a van? Big old dollar sign. Hey, don't you puke in here. 
Lord. Lock and load. Vampires. They're the most. And all they are is murderers. It's not Eclipse, New Moon, Breaking Dawn, Point One. It ain't like that, all right? Why do you know the names to all the specific Twilight films? What? And what's your gripe with Breaking Dawn Part 2? It's the exciting conclusion of the whole Twilight saga. Welcome to the day shift, motherfucker. <laughs> Works every time. Murder was the case that they gave me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I got to tell you, right away, seeing uh, bright and sunny San Fernando Valley and Snoop Dogg rolling around with the minigun, I'm like, count me in. I was immediately mm-hmm. checked in for this flick. I, I'm all about this idea, this 100%. kind of weird John Wicky sort of world of vampire hunting, I guess. Uh, it's it, it's a great mm-hmm. concept. It's a great idea. Uh, although interesting in execution, I got to say. But before we get there, so we got uh, J- Jamie Foxx. He's a recent, recently-ish single dad. Uh, he and his wife have split up. He's a pool cleaner yeah. by trade. At least that's what his wife thinks he does for a living. Uh, turns out he's <laughs> killing vampires by day. Um, he's unfortunately been kicked out of the union, which is kind of the organized group of vampire hunters that all are. It seems like there's some sort of licensing. It's an, it's a thing where you've got to have some type of certification and you're backed up by current members. Anyways, the point of it being you can get paid a lot more money for your kills, which are the vampire teeth. They're evaluated and graded all this stuff. The significance yeah. for this is he recently found out his wife wants to move from Los Angeles all the way to Florida to be closer to her mom, and he doesn't want to lose his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So, uh, so he's uh, he he's, you can tell he's kind of having a hard time because he isn't really even able to pay his own rent. There's he's canoeing some like back alley dude who's willing to buy the vampire teeth, but they're like way low. They're like for way less than they're actually worth. Because it's kind of like this black market underground thing. Um, so he's trying to get back in. His his old army buddy, Snoop Dogg, as you can mm. imagine, whatever army Snoop Dogg was in. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I just Snoop, thought that was hilarious. Snoop Dogg is like a cowboy in this movie, man. Back Can't when we were in the sandbox. I've You know what? A man can rock the <laughs> fuck out of that cowboy hat. Well, yeah, he, needs, he, he, needs to, he needs to wear a cowboy hat more often. That was in uh, that it, truck. Like just oh, yeah, he just, just owned the shit. Coming out, you know who it was, and it, it doesn't work for everyone. You don't think Snoop Dogg cowboy? Oh, but he fucking sells it. And he's oh, just I was upset. that was so funny. Oh. Yeah, um, we also get uh, he he's got it. That's right. In order to get back in, he's got to be assigned uh, a union representative. So that's where you get uh, little Franco is is having to tag along. He's pissing himself left and right. Oh yeah, uh, he, he knows and all yeah, of we, and vampires, and uh, and yet he's never been in the field. And pretty much the guy running the uh, the organization hates hates Jamie Foxx and says, "Hey, if you fuck up once, you're you're out of this organization." So he sends Franco to kind of tattle on him. Yep. But does it work? Now, I I, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. I think I was I was gonna start getting into just kind of my my take of the movie. Yeah. Unless there's no, anything that's, else. Well, that's the setup there. Yeah. Well, pretty much. That's, that's, that's we we learn we learn that uh before all this happens, there is a uh, one vampire who uh, Jamie Foxx kills, and it was the wrong vampire because now 
someone's after him. A big bad yes. is after him. But he yes, doesn't know right the away. Biggest realtor in the San Fernando Valley. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah. So I have to say, even within the like the first little bit of the movie, the logic of everything is kind of like what? There's anyway, no logic, so you got this really. big there isn't any. This movie was kind of I gotta be honest, it was like half written. And we kind of just rushed off to the next scene without thinking about any how any of this stuff actually works. Okay, you've got this big organization called the Union, yet we don't seem to have any form of communication with vampires themselves. Yet once we start talking to one, it turns out, oh wait, shit, you guys are kind of cool. In fact, some of us might have to become one, and we're just gonna be fine with it now. Yeah. And I just like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then uh, they, what you pointed out with the, the the cat and mouse stuff with the wife and daughter. Yeah. When they eventually, of course, get kidnapped. And then I hate, I'm sorry, but there's a scene I hated at the, towards the end. Cause I'm just like, they're freaking out. At one point they see a zombie's face just get shot off, which by the way, the action in this movie kicks ass. God damn it. Vampire. They see <laughs> vampire's face get shot off. Well, there's those like, they explain the different classes of yeah. vampires, and there is one that kind of has like a zombie-like face, but they're like the True. weakest, the lowly ones or whatever. But they are—they are vampires. They're vampires. I, I don't know why I keep fucking saying zombie. It's um, but this uh, this is where you start to lose. Or I was well when you I, I just had to stop thinking. Stuff. Yo, no, yeah, well, they, you don't, don't want to think in this film. You cannot. Don't even try because like. So they freak out when they see a vampire get shot in the face. And then in the last scene, they're just like walking hand in hand, like a big happy family through a field of dead, like a room full of corpses, <laughs> blood everywhere. And the mother and daughter are just grinning ear to ear and, oh, mommy and dad are getting back together. Oh, don't, don't, not so fast. <laughs> I was just like, no, this is, <laughs> ugh. it oh, was man. tough for me. I was, I was having a lot of fun in some scenes. And then I was just shaking my head in other scenes. Wow. Uh, Dave Franco, I think, got overused. The same joke over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit of intrigue you had with finally getting like, getting the vampire's perspective was kind of only interesting for a minute. And then it, we just kind of glossed over it so fast. It's like, well, wait a minute. We're not paying attention to like the gravity of what this means. You mean these people we've been killing for God knows how many years? Turns out probably isn't necessary or like... What is that? I don't get it. Hmm. I don't get that. And then what? We're gonna be fine. And then you, and then more guys come back at the end of the little teaser. I was just like, what? Oh, what are the rules? Uh, I don't there know. There are see, no rules in this. Movie. I, I see. I see where you're going with this. But for me, man, uh, nostalgia, being back in the valley, being gone for a bit. I didn't know Kenoga oh, yeah. closed. I love that. Uh, just seeing all those those little locations, wondering. Did they really film this in the valley? Maybe I don't know. Not well, that's what was funny to me because there, there's a couple of yeah, there's a couple of it's like the way way out Simi Valley, like in a yeah. couple of the shots. Some of the continuity of the car chases I thought were funny because it's like yeah. oh now we're it's like we're we're up at uh, Porter Ranch now we're yep. way over here at Burbank uh-huh. now we're, it's like it is it's just okay. like oh, 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 oh we're just having fun with the geography here. Topanga Canyon, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, right. And 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 then uh, another another actor I really like in this movie, one of the brothers, uh, Steve Howie, uh, one of those like brothers that they team up with. It's like, oh wait, oh, we're enemies, yeah. but let's work together to do this. But I, you gotta admit though, you, you throw logic out the window. But the the fights and the actions were nonstop, yes. hyperkinetic, action packed, unique. Camera movements were were pretty thrilling in the fights. I don't know. Yep, but I agree. But yes, there's a lot I, that you gotta question. Yeah. Oh that, no, it's like it, it's quite the opposite. You you sh- it's like you almost shouldn't question anything because once you exactly. start to, that's where the movie falls apart. I I, I like Peter Stormare. I, there's another scene with it, you know, another movie of him getting killed yet again. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I it's um, yeah, and it's like there's still some fun to be had. Like I I know I was coming on it pretty harsh. But I, it's it's because I think I came in so excited that mm-hmm. I was I think I was expecting a little bit more, and then I was True. a little a little let down. But I got to be honest, I still had fun. I yeah. it, it looked like they had fun making it. Oh, um, I, I mean, shit. Uh, Big J, Snoop Dogg over here. That was the, uh, easily my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, he was fantastic, and you know they only had him for like five days if anything uh but they made right. it work um but oh man oh man I, I i really i dug it this is what i wanted out of that will smith joe edgerton movie uh the the, the one where they were like cops daybreak and, yeah no not daybreak what was it yeah whatever the fuck it was is it okay then that makes sense daybreak yeah. daylight something like that yeah, 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 something like that. I don't fucking know. Whatever, whatever. The orcs and the cops working together. This is what I wanted out of that. This and this was more grounded, so it worked more. It wasn't as cartoony to me, even though yes, it was cartoony. But compared to that, you're not seeing fanciful characters walking around in the day. You're just seeing people that look like people that are vampires or zombies. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or zombies. I, I uh, I was so I I I'm like I was so happy. I didn't want to stop watching at points, like because sometimes I'm like I gotta take a break from watching the movie if it's so bad. But for me, I'm like I I want to pile through this. I want to give it all my attention, and I was happy. I, I it lived up to my expectations. But I I get all the all the points you were saying. Um, for me, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh this flick, um, I'm gonna. Three, uh, three, three and a half slices of toast. Ooh, okay. A little high, a little high. I'll give you that, but yeah, something about it really got me. I'd love to see another one. I don't really know what you'd do with it, but I'd watch it. Yeah, right. Um, I, I think I have to give uh, Day Shift two and a half slices. It was for me that that two and a half is all the action. You know, like it is yeah. that that score is entirely built up on really solid action and then some pretty good comedy. But I, hmm. I, I, I wish they would have tried a little bit hard. You know, I wish there was more to the sure. script than that. I, I was, that was what was disappointing at the end of the movie. I still enjoyed the cast. Yeah. Uh, I still, I still had some good components. I just was a little let down by the end of the movie. So I unfortunately have to have to lose a slice for my review. I get that. I get that. I hundred percent understand. And then, like, we didn't even talk about the subplot of his his neighbor. That was pointless. There's a lot, yeah, a lot, oh a, lot, a lot of, but 
I shut like I shut myself down. I just said I want to go and watch a fun uh, vampire movie, and that that's what I looked at it as. But yeah, retrospect, I, I probably should have graded it like you, but I'm gonna stay where I'm at. But Sorry, it's, no, there's a lot of fun stuff to look. At. It's like it's a lot of yeah. neat things to look at. It's all sure. visuals. Yes. Which can get you certain points in movies. Um, Speaking of movies, TV, and whatnot, there's there's something that we were going to talk about tonight, but we decided we're going to hold off until it's all out. I'm talking She-Hulk. That's right. We we thought about reviewing it, but we didn't wanted to give it justice. Exactly. Yeah, I'm only a couple episodes or only a few episodes deep, and the the next one's about to drop soon. By the time it drops, this episode, you know, the way it all just lines up, it'll just be it'll it'll be nice to get the whole story in. And then really break down how we felt, uh, you know, our reaction to the whole the whole season all together. Mm. Um, I'm already having a fun watching it. I like 100%. how it's been, it's got it's got its own flavor so far. So yeah. I'm really excited to see what you do with this now. I can't wait to see where she lands in the universe because you can't just mm-hmm. have Jennifer Walters appear on the scene and and then she just disappears into the fold in the background. I, I'm excited to see where this goes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Can't wait to Jennifer get in, into it with you. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not confusing her with Jessica, Jessica Walters. Jessica Walters. <laughs> yeah, that's just thank you, thank you. Easy exactly. To, what easy to do. Yep. Nope, no, nope, no, no, no. Playing Misty for me. Nope. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Uh, here's ten dollars. Well, damn, man. Yeah, we did. did. <laughs> watch a Star Wars. Oh god. Oh man, I feel good about that, Dennis. I know yes, it was huge movies, but boy, do we tell people about some things they can watch for the, good, yeah. for the and bad. The, and the meh. Yeah, there's there's a lot of meh. Oh, I, don't, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of meh, just a, a little bit of meh. All right, fair enough. And there's always going to be bit. crickets for a bit, I guess. I, that's all I can hear right now is these damn crickets. That's I don't know how I'm hearing it in my head, Jiminy, words, it sounds like. Jimmy yeah. Lickett, I, I appreciate is, your... Is, uh, Yep, I appreciate you showing up for another another episode, another week. You you joined us again. Looking forward to the though. next time. Jimmy yeah. Cricket's cousin, Jimmy Lickett's cousin, oh. Jimmy Cricket is is, uh, yeah. is coming out on a uh, Disney Plus this upcoming uh, hey. this upcoming week. Well, the live action uh, Pinocchio by Zemeckis. Yeah. I'll be reviewing that. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer, but I feel like you know what it is. Oh, I mean, come on, yeah, and you know it's going to be up to a certain standard with Zemeckis helming, so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll I'll, I'll probably be checking that one out too. Well, sweet man. Until then, so, I say we yeah. wrap this bitch up. Let us do it, well, <laughs> folks. You know, if you need to reach us, we're on uh, basically all the socials. Just got to check us out. Movie underscore toast. That's right. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We got some Discord and Reddit action too. Please search movie underscore toast. Or movies, toast, news, and reviews. You will track us down. You'll you'll see the toaster with that slice of bread and the film reel in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this December, yeah. we got a film festival, folks. <laughs> Matt, Second one running. The, submissions are closed, but mark your calendars for sometime in December. Mm-hmm. You know, sometime a, 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 a we, time we of year, day, but you know, <laughs> it's a time it's of like, year where you totally don't have anything going on. So. No, just leave it no, all blocked. Don't know what else is happening in December that you'd have to worry Put about. Put a soft no hold on nothing. the entire month of December. So just don't plan yeah. anything else. We'll let you know as we get closer. But mm-hmm. 
it, it's coming again, folks. So get on ready. You gonna sing this one? I like it. Oh yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. Yes. All the same yes, song yeah. I got left. So you don't want to do any of that shit. You don't want to find us anywhere. But you like what we're doing, or you think there's something that you, we can tweak? Let us know, folks. Let us know. Give us a review over an Apple Podcast or wherever you find this fine podcast. It can That's be honest. Right. It can be truthful. We just need some reviews, folks. Tell us what we can no, we, do. What works. We what want honest work. and truthful. And it, it not can be, should be, hundred percent. Mm. We want to. We want to know exactly how you're feeling, and we want to make the best little show we can keep making for you fine toasties. That's true. Yes, but Dennis, they don't want to do any of that. Is there anything they can no. do? No. Well, okay. They can always stay toasty. Jiminy Lickin. Jiminy Lickin. He likes to get it when he... I don't I don't get nothing. You had something. It was good. There was no rhymes on my end. Damn it. Fuck. I, I killed your thing. I'm sorry, man. Jiminy Glick it. fan. Big Jiminy Glick fan. When Jiminy Glick went to Hollywood, the cricket was on board. 100%. Man. Doesn't like Martin Short, Jiminy. though. We should review the... No, no, the Martin Short as an actor, performer, comedian, not a fan. But the character no. Jiminy Glicket, Jiminy Clicket, Glicket. Jiminy Glicket loves. Glicket or Ticket. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. What a weird character. Reviewing films. Uh, good for Martin Short. It's like the original Between Two Ferns. Yeah, it really was when you think about it. Didn't he go to the Venice Film Festival in the, in the, one of the movies? I think so. Movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, he was doing. He did do like a. Uh, it was that. Yeah. And didn't didn't Mr. Bean go to the, <laughs> one of those too? No, that that was no, that was Can, but not for the film festival. I don't. It doesn't. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this recording. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. <laughs>